You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. Everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the Kingdom Bringer podcast. I'm your host, Darren Eubanks. Happy Corona Day, Corona Week, Corona Month. Man, a lot of freaking out going on about this whole thing. I don't want to minimize it, but God is good. Jesus is King. It's all good. My family is safe and sound, but I am taking a weekend just to kind of celebrate them a little bit while everybody's out trying to find a way to wipe their butt since there's no toilet paper available in the stores my family has decided to stay in for the weekend and just love each other grow deeper in relationship with each other and the production of the kingdom bringer podcast does not get canceled we are not canceling the production of this podcast everybody else is canceling things we're keeping this going Thank you guys for joining me once again. I hope you guys are safe for sure. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's be like open to the idea of washing our hands a little better. But God is awesome. God is good. Corona will not change that. Corona will not keep me from doing what he's called me to do, which is releasing the kingdom through this podcast. And we're going to keep doing that. I will say today though, in the light of uh, everything that's going on, I had a. I think it's important for us to embrace the process that we're in right now. And so I'm going to release uh, on this episode a message that I preached a couple weeks ago, and it's entitled "Faithful to the Process." Faithful to the process, understanding and believing that God has us in a process, and He's actually okay with the process that we're in. I believe this will bless you today. I want to remind you to go rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast on whatever platform you choose to listen to, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. We have a YouTube channel. You can find this podcast on all of those platforms and more, but do us a favor. If you're going to listen on Apple Podcasts, go rate and review. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a friendly review. That'd be awesome. And I don't want you to forget to check out kingdombringer.com. You can find the blogs. You can find the podcasts uploaded there as soon as they come out. I do want to continue to get Uh, more writing done. So be on the lookout for that. Sign up for our email list where we want to keep a a conversation going with you guys. And you can always send your questions and your comments to Darren. That's D-A-R-I-N at kingdombringer.com. I'd love to communicate with you. If you have questions about this podcast, about the content, about anything kingdom related, shoot them over my way. I'd love to talk to you, chat with you about that. Really the sole purpose of this podcast of my ministry, of this life that I'm living is to build up and equip the children of God to be everything they were created to be. I mean that. 
I really do mean that. If it wasn't for my desire to encourage you, I would not be doing this. So I do believe that if you're listening, you will be encouraged because the spirit of the Lord is there. There's freedom for you to grow and to learn and to absorb this stuff, to take it into your world, to take it into your your life, the places that you go, the places that you dwell and the people that you commune with, you too can be an encouragement to them. So we just thank you. I thank you so much for tuning in every single week. This is awesome. Did you know I started that share team? So I'm I'm encouraging. This is how I started it. This is how I started my share team. I asked you guys to share. That's it. It's really simple. When I post these new episodes on Facebook every Tuesday morning, will you do me a favor? Will you go on there? Will you share it to your page? It just helps. So if we can get more people sharing this content, the content will get out there more. That's awesome. It's called science or something. Maybe it's math. You share it. More people listen. That's what we want. More people encouraged in the kingdom. So thank you guys for tuning in once again. Be lifted up. Be built up as we glorify Jesus today. He will lift you up. I pray that you're encouraged by this message. It's called Faithful to the Process. Enjoy and be blessed. Morning. How y'all doing? Thank you, Colton. Everybody give Colton another round. Got me some notes today. Caden, where are you going? (laughs) Yeah. What's your name? Enrique. Enrique? Yes. I feel like there's a grace over your life. Sir, you into hip hop? Yes. You write at all? Nah. I think you're gonna. <laughs> I feel like there's a grace over your life to write. I feel like you've got phrases and lyrics going through your head. Poems. Poems, poetry? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the Lord wants you to start writing that stuff down. He wants to actually help you set some people free through your words. Wow, okay. Yeah. I see like a. I'm being for real about the hip hop thing, man. I think there's a culture that you relate to that he wants you to actually relate to. Yeah. Right? Sometimes we find Jesus and we think we have to break out of like the place we're at. Sometimes he has you in that place. Does that make sense? If that's your culture, that's your culture. Right? So I think he's, I think he's got something for you. You guys, you guys touch him there. Put your hands out to Enrique. Father God, we thank you for the grace over his life. We thank you for the, the hip-hop culture that he's about to wreck. Thank you for the hip-hop culture, Father, that you're going to send him into to absolutely transform. We thank you for the words that are going to flow, not just through his lips, but through his fingers, from pen to paper. It's breakthrough words that are going to set people free. We thank you for Enrique. We pray blessing over him in Jesus' name. Amen. Colton had a word up here about um, uh, 
what was your choir word? What'd you say to start off? Your part matters, right? I I felt something on that too. I think there's I think there's some people questioning whether or not their part really matters in the kingdom. And so I want to challenge you. If that was if that like wrung something in your heart a little bit, I really believe the Lord is is wanting you to know that it, you matter more than you think you do. Like this kingdom is laid out and it's designed for you to succeed, for you to excel, for you to glow. You know, he likes you a lot. You know, God actually likes you. Sometimes it's easy for us to say, oh, God loves you, bro. He actually likes you too. He does. He actually enjoys spending time with you and being around you. Sometimes we don't feel that way, do we? Yeah. But it's true. You believe that? I went to, I had the privilege of going to Next Level Experience. I've talked about it a little bit. Um, I know Brandon's gone. I don't think anybody else in here has been. It's in Dallas, Texas. I'm going to tell you all about it right now. Just kidding. Brandon's like, Staring me down. It's one of those things that you can't talk about. You can't like tell people about because they need to experience it for themselves. Okay. Everybody thinks it's some crazy cult, but it's really like if I told you to go watch the movie Sixth Sense and I said, hey, at the end, everybody's dead. Go watch it. It's really good. You're not going to be that interested in watching that movie probably. Okay. Some of those things you got to watch for yourself, right? So this is one of those things you got to attend and seek for yourself if you're interested. Not a big deal. Next level experience. Yeah. Did I mention cult? Just kidding. But when I went, the guy who puts it on, his name's Michael McIntyre. He's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur. The whole, whole point of this event is to help you find your next level. But I had the impression that this was for businessmen and for entrepreneurs. And I didn't really fit that mold I didn't feel like. And then I found out that it wasn't necessarily completely about that. So I went there with an expectation. Whoever has expectations for like your next level, what your next level is going to look like, right? Because we have dreams, don't we? We have dreams and we have desires for what our next level is. And we think that going to a conference or going to one of these things is going to open up this big door that we're going to see the next level and we're going to be able to step into that next level. Right? Who's been there? Been there. That was my expectation for this thing. Okay? I love podcasting. I love like the media thing. I have a real desire to like do something with that. And I was expecting this to be like that thing for me. I was expecting this to like, I was going to go there and like, thank you, Lord, for showing me how I'm going to step into my next level because that must be it it's the desire of my heart and when I went the Lord it took me about an hour and a half of this three-day thing to realize that that's not why I was there and the Lord showed me my, my wife showed up in this thing multiple times and the Lord put her in my face many times and showed me that I was trying to skip a level 
I was trying to step into the next level when I've got a level that He wants to not just start, but finish in me. And so I'm putting this message together because it was really heavy on my heart. Like, I think a lot of us are in that place of like not happy with where we're at. And we're not satisfied with where we're at. And we hear these songs and we hear these verses about living from glory to glory to glory. Who knows that that's not just possible, that is what God desires for us, right? But He is the author and the finisher. And why in the world would He send you on to the next level when you haven't completed the level that you're on? Why in the world as a good father would He send you to something when you haven't received what He wants you to receive in that level? Who knows that that's a strategy of like the enemy and the world, I think, to get our minds focused on things outside of where we're actually at. Right? Where you are is what? Where you're at. The culture that you're in, maybe you're supposed to change that culture. The family that you're in, maybe you're supposed to change that family. The job you're in, maybe you're supposed to change that job. Are you with me? And so I found out quickly that I had tried to skip a level. I tried to skip a level. Psalm 37.23 says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered. The steps of a righteous man are ordered. And it says that the Lord delights in every detail of His life. The Lord delights in every single step of your life. And it says that it's actually ordered. What's that mean? It means we can't walk out of order. Right? Well, we can. (laughs) We can. Did you know that the Israelites were out in that wilderness marching around a mountain that would have been pretty easy to hike up that thing and experience the presence of God, but they moaned and they complained and that time in the wilderness drug out for 40 years. How many of us march around a mountain for 40 years and we march around moaning and complaining about where we're at, moaning and complaining about who we're with, moaning and complaining that this isn't the, this is not the level for me. God, I'm better than this. You know that. This isn't the level for me, God. I'm I'm preaching to myself, okay? I'm preaching to myself. Jesus is the author and the finisher. Everybody say finisher. finisher. That means he finishes what he starts. Yeah. Any gamers in here? There's a few gamers, young people. Can you go on to the next level without finishing the level you're on? It depends on the game. Quiet you. <laughs> There's cheat codes, right? Cheat. Don't cheat this life. Don't cheat this level. You can't move on to the next level without completing the level you're on. Unless you're a cheater. (laughs) I really, really enjoy podcast production. Like, a lot. 
I like the whole process. I like interviewing people, recording it. I have like interviews that last about 45 minutes. I record it. And then I, I edit it. I clean it up. I make myself sound a whole lot better than I really did. <laughs> I clean up the vocals. I cut out some of those uh, um, and stuff. Make it sound a lot better. I add music to the front of it. I add music to the back of it. And when that whole product is done, I'm, I'm satisfied with it. Who's a creator in this house? Anybody a creator? Like, I love building a podcast episode. Like, a lot. I produce my own. I produce, like, four other podcasts. And I just love... I got people from halfway across the country that email me an audio clip, and I get to put music on it and edit it up, clean it up, put it out for the whole world to hear. I love that process a lot. Like the entire thing. There's not one part of that process that I don't like. Like, for real. And I picture God being the same way with His creation. Like, He loves the whole process. The whole thing. Like the whole process. Not just the beginning, not just the middle. And He can sit back and He can launch that episode, launch that thing that He created for the whole world to appreciate. Did you know that you're a creator? He's a creator. You're created in His image. Like I have that bone, that, that funny bone of creativity that I really, really enjoy putting something together. And I've got like 58 episodes of my own podcast. Scotty's on a lot of them. Those first ones were rough sometimes. <laughs> I can go back and I can listen to our first episode. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about the process that I really love. And I've grown in that. But it gets better. And it gets better. And it gets better. And as the creator of that thing, I can look and I can be pleased with where it's come from. And I wonder if God's the same way with us. That He's okay with where you've come from. And He's okay with what you've been through. And He's pleased and He's excited about where we're going. I wonder. It's just a question. Could it be true that He's okay with His creation? And He's pleased and He's happy with who you are. I think it's true. The other day I was... This is going to be like inside baseball stuff for podcasting, so if you don't like it, put your headphones in, kids. <laughs> might bore you to death. But it meant something to me. I feel like the Lord speaks to me throughout my day. Are you guys cool with that? And I was putting together an episode. I interviewed a guy from Kentucky who runs a, a house of prayer in Kentucky, and it was a great interview. The episode was going to be called Kingdom Presence. Say glory. It was an amazing episode. It was really good. I pieced this thing together, had my music in the front, had the music in the middle, had the music at the end. This was going to be awesome. It was going to be episode number 54. Everybody say 54. 54. And I went to, when you do that, when you build this thing in, in the program that I use, you have to export it out as an MP3. Everybody say export. Export. I had to export this thing out as an MP3. I did that. 
And that little bar at the bottom, that loading bar, you know, when you're exporting something, it's going, going, going halfway, and then it stops. And I'm being patient as the creator of this thing, and I'm looking at it. And then all of a sudden, my computer crashes. But it's okay. Open up this thing, restart it. This track is completely flatlined. <laughs> I put like eight hours into this thing. <laughs> eight hours into this episode, talking to somebody halfway across the country, completely flatlined. I don't know if you guys know, but like waveforms are like this, right? Audio waveforms. It was flatlined. I'm like, well, there's no way that's true. I'm going back in, go back to my external hard drive, try to pull it up, it's flatlined. I don't get it, I'm confused, I'm not real smart with this stuff, so I'm Googling how to do this. Guess what, it's gone. I didn't hit save before I tried to export it and it crashed. I didn't hit save, I actually skipped a step. I skipped a step. I tried to export something before I hit save. Sometimes things happen and the computer crashes and if you don't follow the steps, that are ordered in this kind of thing, poo-poo. Poo-poo happens. And so I spent days and days going back in. There's no, I can, I can surely fix this. I can surely fix this. I had to come to the realization that I skipped a step. That's on me. I didn't do it right. And I lost a lot of work and a lot of time. The Lord was showing me the importance in that moment of following the orders that He has for you. There's orders to things. There's orders to things. And the righteous man has the grace of having his steps ordered for him. And the Lord actually delights in every single step. He, he enjoys every step. Amen? You can't do things out of order. You can, but it's going to be a headache sometimes. Sometimes we can get away with it. I've done that before. I've not saved before. Computer never crashed and I was good. Right? But sometimes there's an order for things for a reason. Amen? Amen. We're going to talk about a few examples here in Scripture. And this is really cool. And we'll talk about it at the end. But I want you to know that God loves every step of your life. He loves every moment of your life. Every moment. A lot of those moments we think we're hiding in the shadows from Him or we're going to not tell people about these things and somehow God doesn't get wind of it and we're good, right? He knows everything about you and He loves everything about you. He knows everything about you and He loves everything about you. Have you made mistakes? Have you misstepped? Have you tried to skip a step? He's so okay with your process and where you're at. And your steps are ordered. You have every opportunity to get back into step with Him. Get in line with His design. Amen? Amen. Everybody say Joseph. Joseph. Joseph in the, the good book of Genesis was a, uh, an amazing lineage 
of people. Abraham had a son named Isaac, had a son named Jacob, had a son named Joseph. He comes from a, a line of like superstar Christians, right? Superstar Bible heroes in the Bible. And Joseph was a young chap and he was a dreamer. Everybody say dreamer. dreamer. Sometimes the Lord gives you a dream. Anybody here got a dream? I've got a dream in my heart. I've got multiple dreams in my heart. And sometimes we want to go after those things, don't we? We want to step into the next season. We want to step into the next level to go after those dreams. So Joseph was a dreamer, and he had a dream one time. This is another good example of what not to do in the Bible. This happens a lot. Joseph had a dream, and in this dream, there was him and his brothers were out cutting up wheat, and these bales of wheat in the dream Joseph's bale stood up straight and the other bales bowed down to it. That's a pretty cool dream. Real vivid dream. Guess what he did? He went and told his brothers all about it. Hey guys, God gave me this dream that you, you're going to be bowing down to me. <laughs> I wonder if we should be excited and be cautious maybe. This is a better word, so I'm not excited. I wonder if we should be cautious with who we share our dreams with. I wonder if we should be cautious with those people that we share our dreams with. That's not judging them. That's saying, be cautious who you share your dreams with. Because guess what those brothers did? They got all riled up and jealous. They were going to murder their brother. This cocky little dude. Who does he think he is? They were going to kill him. They decided instead to just throw him in a pit and let him die on his own. And then they saw Kaching, they saw some gypsies coming their way, and they decided to sell them off. Okay? So this guy gets sold off. He gets sold off. I'm, I'm going to tell you these stories, and we're just going to read. We're not going to read. We're going to hear the examples of like, sometimes you get a dream and you have to wait. Is that okay? Sometimes you get a dream and you have to wait. And so Joseph has this dream, and he has to... He has to wait. He gets sold into slavery and they get taken to Potiphar's house. Everybody say Potiphar's house. He was a, a higher up in the kingdom. And so he puts him to work and he actually earns favor with Potiphar. Potiphar likes him a lot. He's a hard worker. He's a smart, intelligent, good-looking man. And he earns favor with Potiphar. Guess what happens? Potiphar's wife agreed. He was a good-looking man. And she goes after him. She like seduces him. And she grabs him. And he runs away like a good Christian boy should. My parents raised me up to run Joseph run. They did. I knew that story when I was young. When a girl comes to you, run away. That's what I, that's what I was taught. You'll know when you're not supposed to run away. That's when you get married, right? <laughs> run. Everybody say, run, Joseph, run. That's funny. Potiphar's wife seduces him. He runs away. He gets in trouble for that. She says that he tried to rape her. This poor kid can't get a break. He's just a dreamer. Let the kid dream, right? So he gets thrown into prison. Potiphar liked him a lot, but he's like, bro, 
happy wife, happy life. I got to go with my wife here. You're in prison. Okay? So he's in prison. He meets these two guys that used to work for Pharaoh. Everybody say Pharaoh. Pharaoh's the top dog, right? He's the top dog in the land. It was the cupbearer. It was the baker. They got in trouble. They did something stupid. They're in prison with Joseph. Joseph, who's a dreamer, also interprets dreams. He interprets the dreams for these two chaps. <laughs> One of the dreams was, you're going to get out of here in three days. One of it was, you're going to die in three days. <laughs> That's the dreams. He does that. One of them gets out, goes back to Pharaoh's palace. A couple years later, Joseph's been sitting in prison this whole time. He actually earns favor in prison with the warden because he's a hard worker, good-looking guy, knows what he's doing. Every place that Joseph went, he earned favor with the world. <laughs> he earned favor with people. You know, Jesus had to like earn, like grow in stature with man and the Lord, right? Joseph, the same way. He earns favor. He ends up getting, I'm, I'm cutting this short. You guys can go check these verses out, right? In the Bible, in Genesis, you can find these stories and read them about Joseph. He ends up getting out. Um, Pharaoh has a dream. Somebody knows about this dreamer that's in prison. He interprets dreams. They call him. Pharaoh brings him into the palace and he earns favor with Pharaoh in the palace because he's a dreamer and he's a good looking kid and he knows what he's doing and he's faithful. Everybody say faithful. faithful. He's faithful to the call. He's faithful to the call. He was about 17 when he had that dream. He's about 30 years old when he gets released from prison. Sometimes having a dream and sharing it with the wrong people can be like going around the mountain. Sometimes. Sometimes. He's about 30 years old when he steps in there. Long story short, Pharaoh's dream that he interprets, there's going to be seven years of abundance, seven years of prosperity, followed by seven years of famine. So during those seven years of prosperity, we're supposed to store this much up because a famine's coming and the whole land's going to need to have some food, right? Joseph's brothers and his family have to come to Egypt to get the food. They find Joseph in the palace and they bow down to him. <laughs> This dream comes full circle, but it took some patience. It took some time. It took 15 years of being faithful and not skipping a level. He actually served in the palace before he was lifted up to be prime minister of the land. He served in the palace. Right? Everybody know the story of David? Little David boy, shepherd boy anointed as, as king at 15 years old. He was anointed to be king at 15 years old. A couple years later, he's invited to the palace because King Saul had an evil spirit tormenting him. And since David had favor with the Lord, and David was also a dreamer, I believe. He was a talented, good-looking kid. They invited him in to come play the harp because when he played the harp, the evil spirit left the king alone. Right? Sometimes the Lord uses his people's gifts for him. Sometimes he uses your gifts to bless 
others, right? Soon after that, everybody know Goliath? Goliath comes, he's talking trash to the people, he's belittling them, belittling their God, and David comes and does his thing, takes this giant out a couple years later, yada, yada, yada. He's, he's not even 20 years old at this point. Okay, Not even 20. Does this. He becomes a member of Saul's army. Everybody say member of his army. He's a warrior. He's a stud on the battlefield to the point where everybody's saying Saul kills his thousands, but David kills his ten thousands. And Saul gets jealous. And from that point on, he's trying to throw a spear at David. He's trying to kill David. He's chasing David around the wilderness. Right? 15 years old, he's anointed king. He doesn't find favor in that area until he's 30 years old. How old was Joseph when he stepped into the palace? 30 years old. David gets to become the king at 30 years old. 15 years. He waited 15 years to fulfill the call on his life. Some of us gripe, complain, and moan about a couple weeks. Right? I have been there. I'm speaking to myself. God, you give me the desires of my heart. This is a desire of my heart. Let's do it right now. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I can see it, Lord. I can see it, Lord. I can see it, Lord. I wonder if he's got something for me first. Right? David, the same thing as Joseph, had to go and serve in the palace first before he could take ownership of that throne. He served the king before he could become king. Joseph had to serve the king before he was lifted up to be the ruler of all the land of Egypt. Thirty years old. And there's this guy named Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. Everybody say Jesus is king. Jesus is king. Somebody wrap it now. Go. Come on, Enrique. <clears throat> Jesus, born of a virgin, had a calling on his life before he was even born into this world, right? Had to spend 30 years kind of in the unknown, in the shadows. Knowing good and well at 12 years old what he was going to be doing. Knowing good and well what he was going to be doing when he was in youth group. Knowing good and well what his call was over his life when he was a young adult and the ladies were hitting on him. Knowing good and well what was going on. He was tempted in every single way that we were. 30 years old, he steps into his ministry. Anybody know Jesus? He actually goes to the cross, saves the world, dies, raises again so that we can have life. 30 years he had to wait. And if you think that was an easy thing for him to do, I don't. <laughs> I can Im imagine you being better at something than somebody else. Imagine you knowing that you could do a better job at something than somebody else for 30 years. 
not doing it. And even when he stepped into his ministry at 30, how many times did he say, don't tell everybody yet because this place is going to go bonkers, right? We're going to heal this. I'll heal you, Paul, but don't tell anybody yet because my time's not, the time hasn't come yet, right? Patience, right? Sometimes you can't step into your next level until it's time to step into your next level. Sometimes you can't go into that next door and we can, we can talk about knocking, knocking, knocking all day long. If it's not time, it's not time. And this might not be a message that you're used to me saying because prophetically I believe that we can decree and declare things and actually bring things into existence, right? Like let there be light. I do believe that. But I also believe in our steps being ordered. I believe in being faithful to the call, and I believe in patience that the Holy Spirit provides. Do you know that patience is a Holy Spirit thing? It's not a me thing. It's called a fruit of the Spirit. And we think we can be patient without the Holy Spirit. We think that we can be joyful without the Holy Spirit. We think that we can step into our next level without the Holy Spirit. I think, are there any 30-year-olds in here? Caden, you're silly. You are? Anybody else? Was there any 30-year-olds? Put your hands up. 31, that doesn't count. I believe there's something on the 30, though. I do. There's something on the 30. I'm not going to tell you that you're too young because the Bible also tells you not to let anybody look down on you because you're young. But there's something about being matured in this thing. There's something about going through trials and tribulations. There's something about sitting in jail. Anybody been in jail in here? Some of you guys are farther along than the rest of us. Straight up. I'm not kidding either. Some of us have had to sit and wait for our breakthrough. I want us to grow in the understanding that we have a next level, that we have a like a next glory that's coming. But I want us to be okay with growing into that thing. I want us to be okay with receiving an anointing and waiting 15 years to see what God has for us. I wonder what's going to happen. I don't have the answer for that because I'm in process. Who's in process in here? We have a Heavenly Father that's actually okay with your process. He is a creator. He's a builder. He likes to stand back and look at the whole thing and put every piece together. And He, just like Colton, believes that every piece matters. Every part matters. You play a part in this thing. And without you, I'm not complete. Without your part being fulfilled, the body of Christ is not complete. We need you. And I want you complete. And I want you full. And I want you matured. I'm not in a hurry to push you along faster than you need to go. 
I'm not in a hurry to tie a lasso around you and pull you into the next level. I'm okay with standing next to you as you're in process and as you're growing. There's something about patience, isn't there? It's something that's produced. It's something that's produced. How many of us ask Holy Spirit to give me this right now? I need joy right now. We have access to joy. Holy Spirit carries it. It's inside of us. Amen. But there's something about it being a part of who you are, a part of your everyday life. I don't want just joy for a moment. I want to be joyful. I don't want patience just for a thing. I want to be patient. Anybody else with me in that? I don't want just glory right now. I want to walk in the glory of God. I don't want His presence to come and unlock a door for me. I want to be in His presence. So whether I'm in the prison, or I'm in the valley, or I'm in the wilderness, or I'm at the, the prime minister of an entire land, I want the presence of God to do His thing. I want the Holy Spirit to do His thing. And I want to become mature to the fullness of Christ. The fullness of Christ. Not just part of it. Not just the good, cool parts of it. But some of the other parts that I don't even know about yet. Teach me, Lord, what you have for me. Teach me what you have for me. How I can walk with you every day. How I can be okay with where I'm at right now. Because where you're at is where you are are some of us need to get off our butts and step through to the next level true some of us do and I think if the Lord's put people in your lives surrounding you encouraging you to take a step let's give it a shot if we continue to hit a closed door maybe we step back and say okay what do you have for me? What did I miss? What's the next step, Lord? Can we do that? I think we can. What's the next step, Lord? I don't want to go too far ahead of you because you value where I'm at right now. You value the family that I'm in right now. You value the relationships that I have right now. You value the job and the money that I'm bringing in right now. And I can actually look at the future. I believe that prophetically we can look at the future and be okay with where we're at. Can you guys look at the future? Can you see the goodness that God has for you, the breakthroughs that God has for you? And can you be okay with you being in process right now? Yes. Can you guys stand up with me? Every step matters. Every level matters. Every season matters. Every step matters. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank You so much for this process that You have me in. 
And I thank you, Father, for the process of my brothers and my sisters. It's a beautiful process. It's a beautiful puzzle that you're putting together. It's a beautiful picture that you're drawing. It's a beautiful episode that you're constructing. I love it. I believe that you love it. And you are such a creator that you want to step back and admire what you've done. We admire that with you, Lord. Help us. Help us be okay with Holy Spirit in our lives. Help us be okay with being present with our situation and being present with the culture that we're in and being present with who you are right now in our lives. We thank you for that, Lord. We believe that when we become content with what you've given us, you will give us more. When we become faithful with what we have, you will give us more. This is not an anti-abundance message. We believe God, John 10.10 says that you have come to give us life and life abundantly. And we also acknowledge the process. Thank you, Father, for the brothers and the sisters that we have right next to us right now in process. We're blessing over them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.